Good morning, good afternoon, good evening to another edition of the Sports Performance Training Podcast with my Stuart Marshall and my excellent Ig. Hi, how you doing? Aidan here. Uh, I'm really sorry, Stu, if the sound is bad. Um, my my microphone has broken, so I've just had to run into my car and I'm using the microphone in my car to be able to do this podcast. <laughs> Your car has a microphone? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you actually got you actually going. Sorry, you're going through the Bluetooth. Sorry, my, my bad. I'm going through the Bluetooth. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> yours doesn't. <laughs> For a second, though. How old is your car? <laughs> I thought you meant that you had a microphone in the car, like just walking down the street, singing along, like with a <laughs> with a tannoy system blurring out to the to the, to the world. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, what I've got. That's what I've got. I'm like, I've seen your car. When does it have this? <laughs> Yeah, I've got speakers on the roof, and when I see someone badly driving, I just shout at them through my microphone. Oh, my day. I can't do it for a second, then you completely threw me. <laughs> do you, do you, okay, so that, that, that does explain the slight rattle. It's not a rattle. It's like a, a chirp that happens when you're talking or something, I guess, vibrating somewhere. Um, yeah. Maybe, maybe. But, okay, oh, my eyes are watering now. My eyes are watering. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you idiot! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, completely, completely. Uh, oh, I've lost my mind already. Oh my. Oh dear. my god. Okay, so uh, obviously this is the so, first time that we've spoken for a while. Uh, in fact, since our predictions for the British Championships, which happened yeah. last weekend. So obviously they've come and gone now. Uh, some some great results and some you know all round, not just um, uh, what we predicted but you know there were some absolutely superb events that we didn't even touch upon in the pre pole vault oh, men's pole vault harry Coppel. wow yeah, yeah. what was it british what, champ- british record british record that was amazing it is you know and a, so a british record for someone doing pole vault who i'm assuming had very very little access to a to a to a bed <laughs> and, and the, you know the, the upright so over the covid period so he's done fantastic to get that result. yeah well, well, Stu, I know that he trains at Loughborough, so I wonder if he was able to get access because obviously his coach is, um, is Scott, isn't it? Uh, Holly Bradshaw's coach. So I wonder if he had access somewhere. I wonder. Well, they better not have had access because I didn't have access to anything. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So uh, yes. Yeah, so what about you? Had you had access to Nuneaton with one upright next to the pole vault bed? Okay, we had Nuneaton was available to everyone though, not you know, but that, yeah, I guess. But in the obviously early days, we had uh, the good old grass, good old grass. Um, yeah. But yeah, so that you know, so it was a good weekend. I mean, the weather was bloody so hit and miss. It was so hit and miss Friday and Saturday. Well, yeah, you were there. So what was it like? Oh, I was freezing, mate. I was absolutely freezing. Was it that bad? Like every a lot of the athletes I spoke to, they said it was so cold. Honestly, I was obviously because I'm. Uh, there was restrictions in regards to where I was able to go. So obviously wasn't allowed into the warm up area uh, and things like that. So I was in the stands, um, which by the way was frustrating because we weren't allowed on, on the home straight. So the home straight had no, um, none of the coaches whatsoever, the home straight where you'd expect people to be cheering their athletes down the finish line kind of thing. Uh, we weren't allowed. We were only allowed on the back straight, um, which was quite good actually. Cause it was quite fun. Cause I get to watch the, uh, the long jump and the triple jump you know, right there in the action. So, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, and obviously that was, that was quite fun. Um, but yeah, no, it's freezing, absolutely freezing. And the draft that comes through the back is just, oh, it's like a, it's like a letterbox. It's like, it's like a letterbox across the top of the, of the track, isn't it? It's like obviously a slight yeah. wall 
a very slight wall and then a gap and then the roof. So the wind that came, if you were stood up or in the back of your neck, oh my days. <laughs> it was freezing. Honestly, on Friday, I, I, put it, I didn't wear that much. I had, you know, just a, a, a gilet kind of thing. And, but I had to put the hood up. Uh, and on the Saturday, I was layered. I was layered. <laughs> I had like a t-shirt, a jumper, a jacket. I had everything, man. I was like, nope. Wow. Okay. I am covered. Yeah, yeah, uh, but, yeah. But no, it was, it was all right. It was it was a good good couple of days. Good couple of days up in Manchester. Um, and just unfortunately, yeah, a bit late in the year. The weather wasn't particularly great, but that's to be expected. That is to be expected, and we you know we're grateful for what having the championships at all. To be fair. So, Stu, do you reckon next year it's going to obviously it's going to be held at Manchester again because Birmingham won't be ready till. Well, actually, it might be there for 2022 as well. Because it be is, old, yeah. The contract, the con- the, say the contract is 20 is at 20 uh, for this year, uh, next year 21, and the year after yeah. 22. So it'll be the trials for the Commonwealths, I believe. Um, wow. they'll be there, unless of course they want to try and hold a um, uh, a kind of pre-event champs kind of trial there. Well, um, when it was uh, the Olympics at the London Stadium, they held books. books. Yeah, in, that was that, that was. That was the only thing I was probably suggested or thinking maybe maybe books might be held there as a kind of because uh, that's I think books is a bigger event, isn't it? So if they use all the venues that are meant to be used for Commonwealth Games um, for books, because that's technically all the same sports, give or take. Yeah, they do it in the same venues and effectively they can work out realistically. Is it is it viable with transport and all that kind of stuff? Um, that's a good shout. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, as, actually, as we mentioned, the Commonwealth Games, um, it, was, it was recently announced that the Commonwealth Games uh part of the i don't know what you'd call it really but the the housing agreement for the for the athletes which of course yeah. once the games are finished would be turned into local housing for the community which is part of the the package isn't it the legacy that you sell yeah. is that hey we're going to build 10,000 houses that are, then going to be, um, are no longer being built Sorry, I have missed this news. Yeah, yeah, and they're no longer being built. So obviously, all the new houses that were going to be built around the area, so in yeah. Perry Bar, etc., which was going to be, you know, turned over to the local authorities, which is, you know, a brilliant initiative, brilliant idea, which we've seen work in Manchester, um, yeah. following two thousand two, uh, two thousand two, yeah, two thousand two. Um, yeah, uh, they've, they've, they've pretty much said that they're not going to do it now, so they've they've rescinded that um, part of the contract. Wow. So now. Uh, it's local universities that are going to put them up in in uh, in halls. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Which, but yeah, I, I, I can slightly understand it's, it, but yeah, yeah. I mean, I can't. Could oh, I mean, you better hope that you're near your venue because the transport in the Midlands. I mean, these people might imagine it's going to be easy, but. It, Oh my days! It is not. It's like so. Athletes are going to be staying at local universities. Like we we were going yeah. to have some at, at Warwick University, so our, our own university where we train. Um, that's yeah. also forward. I mean, depending on what events they they have, but because yeah. we have one of the really excellent tracks in the UK, I'm assuming if you're a clever clever country, you want to stay at Warwick Uni because you will have access to a brilliant brilliant Mondo X track. But then you've that's also got. True. But then you've also got to consider getting your athletes to Perry Bar. Um, well, I assume that they'll have buses on a regular going to back and to. That's what when I went to Doha. That's that's what yeah. they had their coaches. Well, if we assume you make an ass out of you and me, because yeah. <laughs> I, I, you know, 
two years, to, only less than two years to go, um, that infrastructure needs to be put in place pretty darn soon in order to have the right lanes and all that kind of stuff. I mean, you know, who are we to talk about uh, the economics of, uh, <laughs> of major <laughs> championships and things like that? But uh, true, true. yeah, yeah. But no, anyway. Well, so back on some important stuff. You owe me yeah. money. I do. Whoa, 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 whoa. We haven't agreed this yet. No one knows the results, right? We don't know if I won or if you won. So if anyone listened to our last podcast, which I'm sure you all did, anyone who's found this podcast today, um, I challenged Aiden to a bet. And the bet was basically we were going to gamble on the power events at the British Championships. And it'd be one pound, one lovely pound, um, if we got the answer right. So obviously, if we both bet on the same person winning, then we'd pretty much zero out if i won i'd win the pound if he won he won the pound if we both lost neither of us won the pound so uh quite straightforward uh so let's see now aiden believes he won so and unfortunately i know the results he did but (laughs) but we're going to discuss it actually because here we go right and also there's one event i'm pissed off with that i there should be two and when we get to it there's there's an event that I didn't pick an athlete because I didn't realise they were doing it, and even though I looked at the start list, I didn't see their name. Oh, okay. And that's my own fault because I did not read their name, and I'm very pissed off because they went and won their event, and I would have picked them if I realised that they were doing it. Okay, I wonder who you mean now. Actually, that's that's got me. Okay, so uh, our good uh, friend and athlete who has kindly sent us a picture of all the results. So, uh, Mr. Nathan Petch. Woo! Woo-hoo! Uh, we're giving him a shout out, aka Petch, um, the number one, the number one listener of the podcast. Is is it's also uh, Gobby Shit One Point One. Um, right, so results. So we're going to go through in the order of the last podcast, uh, which is how uh, he's written it down. So the women's two hundred. Yeah. Now I'm gutted about this one. Um, <laughs> you you won it. Uh, so the winner of the two hundred for women was Hannah Williams. Um, yeah. Obviously, you chose her after I convinced you not to choose Crystal. That's true. That is very true. Yeah. Because we're both going to go for the same one, but because it was the first one, you decided to change, and you actually chose to the eventual winner. Uh, Crystal, unfortunately, was DQ'd. Um, yeah. So we 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 just don't know now. We just don't know. I still think she would have won, but either way. Uh, I don't. Ha- I don't think so. I do. I do. I do. I just, her I just, performance in the hundred the day before. I yeah, don't that, think so. That was just prime enough for the two. She knew she wasn't going to win the one. That's my opinion. Mm. <laughs> mm. She's for me. She's a sixty-one hundred meter runner who tends to do two hundreds. <laughs> wow. I hope she listens, and I hope she proves you wrong next year. <laughs> goes and wins. Goes and beats Dina. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, Women's 200 won by Hannah Williams, which, by the way, is actually quite a nice little legacy because her sister uh, yeah. was the was the victor last year. Yeah, I think that's brilliant. Well, that's you know what what a family that is. Um, crazy, but anyway. So yeah, gen- genetics doesn't matter in athletics. No, no, no. <laughs> no hard work, hard work and training. <laughs> a hard work beats genetics when genetics doesn't care. <laughs> when genetics don't work even whatever the, whatever the, whatever the right the right phrase is you know just because you've got genetics doesn't mean you have don't you don't do the hard work anyway so that's one pound to you uh okay men's 110 hurdles was Obviously won by david yeah was won by david king which so i i win that pound back 
yep. Brilliant. Now here's here's oh, here's one. Men's two hundred. <laughs> now then, we both got this wrong, right? Yes, so I, we did. I, I went with Jordan Broom, who unfortunately pulled up uh, about forty minutes, forty minutes, forty meters into the race uh, with a, a pulled muscle. Uh, you chose who? Shamar Baldazar. I just yep. yeah. However, however, again, you did choose the the, the actual winner. You just changed. Your, you just changed your mind. <laughs> I know it was so frustrating. That one annoyed me a lot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so uh, Andrew Morgan Harrison, who did win, uh, who has pretty much been, you know, he won the British Champs indoors this year. Who we both should have really chosen. Um, but we just chose not to. Um, but yeah. you actually, you, you did actually mention him and then ch- changed you your know. mind. And I don't know why. I just thought, yeah, let's change it. There might be an upset here. No. Oh, well. And so, wasn't. No. So we are both at zero pounds now because obviously you won the first one, I won the second one. Uh, so we're equal and we're equal on this one. Okay. Women's 400 meter hurdles. This, yeah. was, always, this was always going to be the, the winner. And we both went correct with Jesse Knight. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that was good. Okay, now then, men's 100. But this one annoyed me again. <laughs> men's 100. Because again, my gut instinct was Harry Aikens Ariti. And he went it. and bloody did Do it. You know what? I, I'm so, I, I listened back to the podcast the other day. And uh, <laughs> obviously, you chose him. And my reaction was, what? <laughs> what? Like, I know. <laughs> like, what are you even thinking? And he actually won. I mean, you know. Oh, we, we I just could... had a feeling that with rounds, he would have done it because they were forced to do all three rounds, weren't they? And he ran like 10.48 in the heat or something. And then he went 10.41 in the semi. I, I, he just built up to it. And he was, just, he was the only one that looked convincing that he could actually hold yeah. any speed at the end. I mean, this is he the was, thing, isn't it? It's like people... Okay, now, so there's already been a lot of talk and, on social media about the time that actually won the, the, the event. Um, to that, I will just simply say, shut up. Um, yeah. You can only beat the people who are there, right? If if people don't turn up, there's a, that's that's their own fault, right? It's as simple as anything, right? Uh, I just hate when people say, "Oh, this person would have won if they were there." Well, you know what? They weren't there because they were too chicken shit or taking the year off. Not chicken shit. Let's let's be fair. <laughs> but they didn't they didn't turn up. So it's they didn't you know, turn up. It's as simple as that. It's simple. It's as simple as that. You beat who yeah. is there. You know, it's like, oh, yeah, and. I felt very sorry for Andy Robertson. It was definitely his to lose. Mm-hmm. And as Harry came up on his shoulder, he just gave up and he dropped completely out of the medals. You could have had a silver at British Champs. You could have had bronze at British Champs. To be fair, he could have had gold. But he just tightened up big time. Yeah. And he didn't even dip. He didn't even try in the last 10 metres and they just went past him. And he yeah. didn't even get a medal. It's now, a shame, isn't it? Yeah. And looked- they Oh, I'm not going to win, so I'm just not going to put any effort in now. What? I know, yeah. I mean, that's bad mentality, bad mentality. Uh, But, okay, so obviously we both went wrong on the men's 100. However, we both did go right on the women's 100. Uh, We both chose Imani, who stormed that race. I watched the Heat semi and final live, and she just looked so composed. She knew, I'll let everyone get out on me, and I'll just jog past them in the last 40 minutes. She did it in the heat, the semi. Then the final, Amy Hunt, what a start she had. Oh, she, she nailed like the rock. start, yeah. yeah. And then Amani just like breezed past her like 
it was it was so nice to watch. She was so composed and she she yeah. deserved it. She's ran so well this season. Um, yeah, really, really, really well deserved British champ, to be honest. Yeah. Now, up to this point, we are still neck and neck. Yeah. And in reality, uh, you should be one up because in the women's, I reckon in the women's two hundred, we both would have chose Crystal, so we both would have been down there. You actually would have had the two hundred correct and the men's one hundred correct. So yeah. yeah, but you didn't. So that's life. I didn't. I changed my <laughs> mind. So you know. Okay. Now then, <laughs> this for me. This next one was the race of the championships. What it was, oh, it was just it was beautiful, absolutely beautiful to watch. I mean, it was stressful, but the men's four hundred. Now, yeah. I don't have a dog in the race, you know. I, but watching that race, obviously, uh, out of the ones there, um, and I did choose Fa Okoro, yeah, uh, which we'll come back to in a second. Now, even though he was in the race, he wasn't who my heart was with. I was actually with your guy, Lee Thompson. Um, yeah. You know, uh, Metley is nice, really nice guy. Uh, but unfortunately, didn't win. I mean, the race was ridiculous, right? So all the finalists pretty much were, were within one second. I know. I mean, it was, li- it was literally a blanket finish. Uh, if anyone gets a chance to watch it on YouTube, go across to watch it. I might even put it into the show notes, actually, have a link to that one race because it was just ridiculously good. Um, you just didn't know who was going to win. The person who comes at, comes into 300 was way ahead, not way ahead, but they were ahead. You know, you'd think that they were going to win and then all of a sudden, that, actually, that person actually then finished last, okay? Yeah. Um, it was just... Oh. Such, it was such a good race, such a good race. Such a good race. But unfortunately, what it does mean is we both went incorrect again. Yeah. Uh, so we'll follow that one up because it kind of links a little bit into the men's 400 meter hurdles. Uh, I got this one correct. No, you didn't. No, you yeah, didn't. Did. Yeah, I did. No, you picked Chris McAllister. He didn't win it. And I'm annoyed because this is the one where I got annoyed that I wish I picked this person and I didn't read the friggin' start list properly. It was um, Alistair Chalmers. Oh, no, sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you chose F.A. Okoro. Yeah, and if I saw Alistair's name, I would have picked him. Now, I met Alistair out in Tenerife. He's such a good guy. I met him and his brother, Cam. Yeah. Lovely guys. Alistair is an absolute powerhouse. He's an amazing athlete, very humble. Um, and he just hurdled so well all weekend. Like, yeah. yeah. When I saw the heat and I saw him there, I was like, oh, I'm an idiot. <laughs> Yeah, so I beat so you. I beat, at my prediction finished higher than your prediction is what I've, yeah. But unfortunately, like, we both chose FA. Now, well, I just need to pause ever so slightly here because this one with FA confuses me completely. Why didn't he just choose one event? Yeah, yeah. So obviously, obviously, he was entered in the 400 flat and the 400 hurdles. Uh, and obviously, it's part of his, I don't know, uh, his coach, Tony. Uh, maybe it's his grand plan to build strength or something. I don't know. But he ba- he competed in the 400 flat and the 400 hurdles. So they had heats on the Friday in both events. And then the finals for both events are on the Saturday. Yeah. I mean, oh, it's just... Uh, yeah. lot, it's difficult. I mean, fair play. You know, the guy who made the finals and he didn't exactly finish last in either one, did he? I mean, he got bronze in the that, four that's, hurdles. That's four uh, races in two days. Which should be doable, realistically. You know, at some at some random championships, that's going to be the schedule at some point in life, or or at the worst case scenario. But 
it's it's a really well you know who are we who are we to judge another man's uh, cake? Um, exactly. <laughs> so uh, women's one hundred meter hurdles. Yep. I went Cindy. You, you went were not Cindy. Yep. Uh, which you know there it is. Now women's four hundred meters. Yep. Uh, makes me want to cry. <laughs> no, it doesn't make me want to cry at all. Um, but uh, Lavia uh, won that in a season's best. She broke fifty-two again, around fifty-one eight, I think it yeah. was. Um, and she just she bossed that race. She you know she went for it. And she oh. looked she, she did look really good in the heat. To be honest with you, she got out she, really really well. Got out really really well. She looked so yeah. smooth, so smooth. Her posture through the whole heat. Like I was this season, I've been worried of, of her. The last hundred, her posture kind of tightened up. But when I watched that heat, she just looked so smooth, and her posture was just so effortless. I was like, okay, she, she's gonna she's gonna go fast. She's going fast tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, so she did she did she did well. Um, obviously, I chose. Uh, I went with Yaz, uh, who actually ended up finishing uh, third. Um, yeah. First, first British medal, senior medal. It is yeah, absolutely. I mean, last year seventh she, from last year. She finished seventh last year. Uh, this year, finishing third. You know, it's it's one of those strange things, isn't it? It's like has the potential to really run something fast, but it's still we're still still learning that event for her uh, and getting the thing getting it all right. Um, what I will say is that obviously she didn't really sleep very well the previous night. I think she had something like less than five hours sleep. Um, oh that God. might that that might be off a partner. I don't know. Uh, she shared the room with Amy, Amy who finished fifth by the way in the championships. So yeah. a good a good result for her. You know, so. They both PB'd this year. Uh, both made the final. Yaz has medalled. Now we move on and we go for the next year. And we, you know, we've already set setting targets down what we need to do uh, for what yeah. what what event and which one we're going to go for. So yeah, but no, Lavia won that one. So you do win the pound. Yeah. Okay. So men's long jump. Yes. Uh, unfortunately, I chose Alex, and he did. Uh, he wasn't able to perform on the day. Um, no. You chose Ray uh, Beningo. Yep. So yeah. I'll take uh, that. And the winner goes to you. Uh, I did watch uh, the long jump actually, and Alex just didn't seem on it at all. Um, no, his his knee was giving him some chip that he's been struggling with the last few weeks. Yeah, he was holding that in the warm up as well. So when it went, as soon as they came out to the track and he was measuring uh, his run up, as I said before, I was sat on the back straight. Um, you could see straight away he was just holding his knee. Oh, bless him! Yeah, yeah, yeah it's it, it's horrible, isn't it? You know, he had a very good jump session the week of trials. Um, I won't say what he was jumping, but it was very very good. And no issues, and then you turn up on the day, and you know you start doing your warm up, and that niggle just comes back that day, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, uh, I paid to him for trying anyway. Um, it's a good experience. Lessons learned, I guess. Yeah, I know. I know he'll be gutted. Um, you know he's jumped well in training. Uh, you know his coach is obviously a good coach, and uh, they've been training hard. It's just, it's just one of the things, isn't it? Unfortunately, you know. It's yeah. we move on. You can't hold on to a loss. You can't hold on to a win. You just got to move on. Yeah. You're only as good as your next one. Um, exactly. Anyway, so next one is men's triple men's jump. Triple. Now, all I'm yeah. going to say on this one is, come on now. 
good old masters <laughs> athlete. Not good old, but masters athlete out there. Uh, this yeah. was actually won by Nathan Douglas, who has been around oh, forever. Um, He's been around even when I was competing properly back in 2009. So well, it was even before then, Nathan. So yeah, I would say yeah, he, that's what he, I mean. And this is what I said last week about the maturity, about knowing how to perform when there's no one there and all this kind of yeah. stuff going through. And yet yeah, he won. So very, very pleased with that one. Yeah, good pick there. Yeah. Uh, women's long jump. Yeah. So I I was right, right? I said she was going to win it. I thought she you was going to go seven meters. You did. You did. You did. I spoke to her. She said it was freezing. Oh, so, when they were jumping, honestly, I had my, my hood up. And I was like hunkered down in the seat, trying to escape any slightest bit of uh, of, uh, of wind. Honestly, it's just freezing. I remember uh, when uh, obviously I was watching, and the second she finished jumping out, out of the sand, she'd run back, wrap herself in a. I'm not sure if it was a towel or a dressing gown or whatever it was. But she'd come, <laughs> you know, to fair, she brought a dressing gown. Fair play, because you you needed that to keep you warm. So she was like laid yeah. up immediately. Um, but no, good going, absolute good going, you know. Victor, well done. Yeah, and it, you know what? It wasn't just the fact that she won it or the distance she did. It was the consistency of her rounds. Yeah, yeah. she, that's, she that's yeah. what was so solid. impressive. Was, Absolutely solid. Yeah. You know, it was impressive. It would be interesting to see what she can pull out. I think she's got a competition this weekend. So it would be really interesting to see what Jazz Soyuz does there, you know. She's in good form at the moment. It shows to do that in the cold, potentially, you know, that could be a seven meter jump somewhere yeah. nice and warm. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You get, you know, a nice tailwind because it wasn't the wind there was where the, you know, because it's obviously slightly built up. You can't call it a tailwind or, a, or anything. It was just an annoying wind. It was like a sideways wind. Um, yeah. Yeah. So it wasn't, wasn't helpful at all. Um, okay. So women's triple jump. Yeah. We always went, we both went with the same winner. Um, yep. so yeah, that, that's it. Now, we now I, can't, I don't know why we didn't choose um, any of the, the throws, but obviously, we couldn't go for every single event. Um, but that's what I we think did. personally. We didn't really, we don't know enough about throws, nope. And I don't think we would have done it justice. We would have just, let's be honest, you. You would have just gone on to Para 10. Who's throwing wild this year? That's who I'm picking. He's my number one pick. That's not how I work, though. I normally go on to Power of 10, look at who's winning, and then choose number two because I want the underdog to win. <laughs> that, <laughs> that's, how I, that's how I choose my, my fantasy football. <laughs> wow. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I'm like, oh, no, I don't care if that player, I want the player that's playing for. Blackburn Rovers, obviously not in the Premier League, so I understand the idea. So basically, your fantasy football is full of Leeds players, yeah? <laughs> oh no! Come on, there's, <laughs> there's the underdog, and then there's just stupidity. Um, no disrespect to Leeds, but come on, let's be honest. You're not really going to do anything massive in the first year. If you do, hands down, well done. But imagine. Uh, it, gonna, this would be brilliant that we've done this on a podcast, you. It's going to be going in the Premiership. You're going to kick on oh, my days. Do you know what? Though? I'd absolutely. I would love that to actually happen because, again, it'd be another team that is not Man U, not Man City, not Chelsea, yeah. not Arsenal. Um, although it would dilute the pot. It would dilute the pot because, obviously, there's only so many teams who have won the Premier League and Blackburn Rovers are one of them, so it would upset me. Anyway, that's completely nothing to do with what we are talking about. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I, I, I tend to look at people who I think might want to step up on the day, not just always the people who are... Yeah, true. Who, 
said as the winner, I think people can step up, and that's the whole point. Is it a competition? If it was always the person yeah. who would rank it top of the rankings, what would be the point, right? On champion, which is basically we... when you see the ones that we messed up on, like the men's four hundred, yeah, 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 oh, uh, the absolutely. men's four hundred hurdles, um, what the men's one hundred hurdles, the men's two hundred hurdles, is the people who stepped up and really two hundred really hurdles. Yeah. What? What did I say? Four <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, exactly. That, and that's the point, isn't it? This is the whole point of championships because you have no idea what's going to happen. We, let's be honest. We, you know, there were a few outstanding uh, people going into the championships. So you know that they're never going to lose, or yeah. in theory, they're going to lose. Um, but on the whole, championship is about that. This is why we need championships. This is why we needed the British Championships to go ahead yeah. because of of things like Harry in the <laughs> both Harrys in the hundred and the uh, pole oh. vault because they just do something special, right? Yeah. And then we talk about uh, Jazz in the long jump, something special because yeah. she you know she won that wasn't really expected uh, and yeah. things like that. And that's why athletics for me is just absolutely superb. Yeah. It's just oh, yeah. I think what. For me, I don't know about you, Stu, and you might be a bit biased, but for me, the most impressive event of the weekend for me, weirdly, wasn't any records, but the 400 women's, it was basically the same people competing at it as it was at last year's British Champs. You know, you had the British champion there, you know, you had Yaz there, obviously, you had other athletes there who were performing well, who'd ran PBs this year. So for me, it was the most on-form event that happened that weekend for me yeah so only a couple of people didn't a couple of people didn't turn up but you know and some people will say that standard blah 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 but again you can only beat people who turned up right so anyone who didn't turn up fair play that's up to you um but yeah the 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 previous champion was there athletes from the previous champion uh, final was there and that's what you're after isn't it people you know we, we can all say throughout this 2020 that we've, everyone everyone has struggled in some way or another and that's fair play and some people have decided to make decisions to stop early or not compete and some have come decided you know what i need to compete just for that mentality i've always said about the fact of you need to have a peak the body needs to be taken to peak so i, I do hope that people who haven't even raced or decide not to race have still done something that yep. brings a peak into their body because otherwise uh you know it's that whole if you look at the super compensatory kind of pathway you know they've got the ups and the downs ups and the downs but you know if you don't have the stress in order to peak then you're pretty much going to be plateaued for so long it's hard to get out of a plateau um but yeah uh but no it was a really good championships in in that sense um i know british athletics are, are shouting about it it's saying it's a, a record-breaking championship i'm not sure it really is a record-breaking championships uh, but <laughs> but one thing that was good actually is there was quite a uh you know it's a good a good viewing figures on tv because it was live oh. on bbc and that's the whole point we need we need athletics on tv people will watch it don't put it was on it the peak of 1.4 million viewers and it was at the time it was higher than any of the other channels that's incredible you know, and that's that's the point, isn't it? People people do like athletics because people want to see the human performance when it's just them against the world kind of thing. You know, yeah. we we live in a world or a time where team sports drives commercialism and you know whatever it does. And I've got nothing against that whatsoever because we we both work uh, as well within yeah. team sports. Um, but there has to be something said about the individualization of track and field. That for me is just the purity of of that whole competition. You know, we train and we coach it for 10 months of the year whatever it is for this brief window of competition to highlight what we can or can't do as a as a as, yeah. a, spe- as a specimen whether you are 
the winner, the victor, the victor uh, at the final, um, the gold medal winner, or if you're the person who finished eighth in the heat, hey, yep. you made the championship. You still got to the championship. You deserve every exactly. single bit of accolade that you can because you, you are doing the best that you can do. It's not always about being Usain Bolt or Michael Johnson or, or I can't think of any other athletes. Uh, <laughs> 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 I'm completely gone there. Um, sure. <laughs> it's not about that it's about the, being the best version of yourself you know i'm i'm Stuart marshall what's the best version of me what how, exactly. what's the best thing i can be and, and yeah you know chatting to the footballers and rugby players that i work with they you know they get eight months of the year to express how good they are or no, exactly. you know, they might have a bad game and then they can turn up and have a great game um every week you know for eight months they've got a week of game every weekend yeah no exactly exactly and um, we're uh, we're talking what four months normally at a season may june july august yeah and it's not even weekly is it either so you know yeah. footballers you get you get a weekly uh window of uh you know people seeing you as athletes probably get once a month if if that at a local event you know might get onto a diamond league or, or something like that uh but yeah yeah so yeah and i think i think that's been quite impressive actually um I, I just went on to Lavia's Power 10 the other day to just see how many races she's done this year. It's been pretty impressive and how close oh, she's, yeah, she's, the race has been. Yeah, if you, if you can't have... You know, yeah, I mean, like, every few days she's had a race, which is, you know, which is good. And uh, and that's good for the sports, you know. Uh, her marketability, uh, getting races, getting invited is good, is good. You know, I'm not yeah. going to say that Yaz didn't win because she only had two races beforehand. But I am people. <laughs> if we had yeah. more races, if we had, if we had a chance for more races, then I think she would have probably won, and I think Amy would have done better as well. But that's that's obviously I'm going to say that I'm biased, right? Yes, I have to not course. that I have to say it, but I have the belief that you know all the athletes that are in the group can go to up level, up level to that higher level, um, and perform. So that's the whole point. We want to get there, and we will get there. Uh, but yeah. So well, I am going. No, I was just about to say that's a very good recap of uh, the British Champs weekend, to be honest with you. It is. Uh, and unfortunately, yeah, we are there for time today. Um, so as it is the end of the season, that's, that's the end of the, the athletic season for us. Um, there are a few random competitions going on, but um, I've told uh, the guys to effectively stop, take a little bit of a break, recalibrate, get mentally fit again, because there's no point trying to drag out this season uh, to as long as possible. Um, because we still have competitions or we have aims for next year now with uh, you know uh, changes of dates of, of competitions uh, so we are about to come back into uh, what, would, what would be our general prep phase so our next podcast uh, will actually be about that uh, we're going to discuss what we're doing in this time off and how we will reintegrate back into a training schedule that will be our next podcast uh, and we are also hoping to have uh, the part two of Coach Ryan Banter and his yeah. uh, and his system. So we'll talk about how he goes through some stuff, and we will keep you updated. Um, but for now, uh, thank you very much, Jaden. Yeah, cheers, Stu. That was awesome. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Sports Performance Training Podcast. 
If you like it, please give us a subscribe and share amongst your friends or anything like that. And of course, give us a positive review. Uh, we really appreciate that. And we will see you next time for another edition of the Sports Performance Training Podcast.